0: What is up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham and Justin Trees coming to you again today here. It's been a week, another episode of Talking Football. Schedules have been sporadic. Thank you for bearing with us during this time. Hopefully you are staying safe, you and your loved ones. But hey, news is going on in the football. B.O.B., Bill O'Brien remains a general manager, a head coach, a position held in the NFL. It doesn't make sense, Treese. I know I've come out and said before I don't like to talk about another guy potentially losing a job, saying he deserves that or anything like that. But he makes some silly decisions. You trade away the best receiver in the league, you hardly get anything back, an injured running back with a, a shitty contract, and then you go get a guy who you've talked about numerous times, multiple concussions. What are your thoughts on Bill O'Brien? bringing in cooks in this situation for the texans
1: that in eight nine months from now we're gonna be making fun of this move even more when he retires him being brandon cooks because he gets another concussion during this next season and i don't wish that upon him at all like i want every player to stay healthy but like when somebody's gotten that many most likely you're gonna end up with another one look at steve young look at troy aikman right like that's the type of stuff that happens, um, and it's unfortunate. But I believe that you mentioned how I've said this a, a couple of times. Like I truly believe that this is going to be his last year in the NFL, and so I was saying that the Rams better use him the best they can to like keep him healthy. Now it's now it's on Bob. Now it's his problem. So huge, uh, huge trade. Like I was actually a little shocked when I heard it. Uh, them giving up a second rounder for him. Yeah. Um good for the Rams for getting a second round pick back. Um what <laughs> and what was it? There was Cooks and a fourth rounder uh-huh. for a second rounder, right? So yeah. um i I mean the big thing for everybody, including us, is why will you pay Cooks what he's getting paid, which I believe is I think it's around eight or nine million this year. Uh-huh. Uh, but you wouldn't pay Hopkins even like the 11, 12 th- this next season, right? So yep. that's a little weird. I do know that Cooks – if he stays healthy and he has a few more years left on his deal, it's no dead cap at, ever like anymore. Like he's already passed all that. So like they can release him at any point and not have anything to go against them. So I mean that's a good for that part of the contract. But still overall, I mean this is not breaking news. Everybody said this. Can't couldn't they have just gotten a receiver that's just as good for a lot cheaper with that whatever fifty-seventh overall pick I think it was? Yeah. Like couldn't they have just gotten one like with this stacked wide receiver group in the draft? I don't I don't think Bill
0: O'Brien understands what he's gonna or like here. I don't think he's prepared for the draft. I don't think he has like a set board on what he wants. Out of this year's class. Like I think right now he's just moving pieces in just, yeah, you want a third rounder here. You want a second rounder? Yeah, take it. You want my best receiver? Take it. Give me a pick. Oh, awesome. A running back. I get a a, a legit starting running back who was good a couple years ago but has since not really been as well and didn't play much this last season. Yeah, we'll take him. His contract, don't worry about it. I got a numbers guy. We'll figure it out. That's what he's doing. He's going to come into draft night and be like, well i don't have I don't have a first round pick like where where'd it go or a second yeah and these people are just gonna go you fucking traded him away as along with everyone else that was beneficial to this team everyone else being nuke like the best receiver in the game arguably is not on your team
1: anymore yep so I actually tweeted this out I think he doesn't know how to use zoom and he's just like fuck it if I don't have any draft picks, I don't have to log on. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> so, Um also speaking of Nuke, he passed his physical today, so that trade will become official very very shortly. So that's good. Man. I mean, with all this time that, that hadn't happened, you would have thought maybe Bob was like, "You well, know what? I'll get backlash for it, but let's fucking back out of this deal." Like we realized how badly we would be messed up. Seriously. After
0: after trading for Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Like, let that become official quickly. Uh-huh. And then be like, hey, we don't want to make this trade anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cooks and Nuke. That oh. would be genius. That right there, I would I would stand up a little higher for Bill O'Brien and clap. I'm not going to stand behind him and clap because I don't support that. But, hey, that would be a, that'd be a plausible right there. That would be pretty good.
1: It would, for sure. Um, what else happened? Some new jerseys came out. So, Tampa Bay's jerseys came out. Falcons came out. Um, I'm going to let you start this off, and then I'll say my opinion.
0: Okay, so the Atlanta Falcons, uh, the throwback jersey looks pretty cool. The all-white jersey looks cool. Uh, the – what are they? So, the red one I don't – I think is fine. No. The jersey that fades from red to black and then black to red from the bottom, that's a that's a high school. Like, that's a semi-pro design type jersey. I don't like it at all. But their old throwback jersey that Ridley was wearing, the all-white jersey I thought looked really clean. Um, and then the black – here, let me look them up here so I know which ones I'm talking about. You caught me off guard with this because I didn't look at the rundown, so my apologies. <laughs> But like really though, does the jersey that not fade into different colors look high schoolish to you?
1: Yeah, and what you're referring to is the one that starts out as red and then works its way down to black, and then they wear black pants with it. So by the time you get to your belly button, it's all black.
0: Which the offensive linemen are gonna love because it's like, hey, let's
1: hide the belly a little bit. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, for me. Yeah, the one Ridley was wearing, the throwback black one, that one's nice, right? But that's very, very similar to what they already were wearing. The other ones, they're meh to me, Um, but more not because I just don't like those. I actually kind of think that Nike, besides the red and black one that you were referring to, Nike's actually trying to make everything very basic for everybody now like they did it with the Jags they did it with the Titans they've now done it with Tampa Bays I think Tampa Bays are are very plain and generic not saying they look bad I I think they look clean but Mm -hmm. they're trying to make all jerseys very just one color obviously except for this red and black one big numbers big bold numbers and you know names on the back I think they're trying to really make it and I think that's just part of the NFL of Hey, it's the shield, not the player, right? Like, that's the big model NFL.
0: Well, I didn't even look at it like that. The uh, the other Atlanta jersey. So they have the throwback with the black top and the white pants. I like that with the Matt Ryan wearing the all black. I think that's fine. The all white looks clean. And then we've already talked about the red fading into black jersey into the black pants. I don't know if I like the number font. Like the number two, is it supposed to be like a talon? I feel like if you made it look like that, that'd be kind of cooler. Like if you made the numbers hook like it. Does that yeah. make sense?
1: Yep. I mean, it kind of looks like that's what they're trying to do without really trying to do that. <laughs> so, I mean, overall, they're they're fine to me.
0: Yeah, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers... I actually like theirs. I thought they were very clean. I like the way they handled it, uh, the way they exposed it and everything. I thought it was good, uh, clean and smooth. I like the color design. I think it's better. Uh, yeah, I the what is it, the all charcoal? There was a specific color that everyone is calling it.
1: Yeah, I've been calling it bronze, bronze charcoal, like whatever you want to call it. But I really like that one.
0: Yep. I do, too. Uh, Another announcement that came out today with the Colts, they came out with a secondary logo. Trice, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, They also came out with a new font or a new wording, word space, however they mentioned it. I thought that looked a lot cleaner than what it did before. I like it being squared and structured instead of kind of smashed and rounded. I think that looks a lot cleaner for them. I think it fits the horseshoe better. Uh, Good for Indianapolis. And they also made the numbers bigger on the jersey. I think that'll be kind of cool. Uh, we're not used to seeing numbers this big on the jersey. Like I think that style's starting to come back a little bit more, but it's kind of nice to see a number that big fitting across the whole back of the jersey.
1: Yeah, it, it was a subtle change, but I really liked it as well. And then the Cleveland Browns get their new uniforms on Wednesday of this week, so very very shortly. Um, one thing that we haven't been talking about here, which we talked about this like a month or so ago, but um. I haven't seen it. Maybe it did get announced uh, on a date. But usually the Tuesday, the week before the draft, on the Tuesday, they announce the schedules for the NFL.
0: See, that- I was talking to a couple of buddies about that over the, the weekend. And they were like, hey, have you heard anything about like, uh, you know, the schedules being released or anything like that? And I was like, dude, they honestly might just hold it back and try and make it its own separate topic for everyone to talk about because with everything going on right now and trying to figure out the draft that might honestly be the last thing on their minds it's just like hey that we'll get to that after the draft but right now we got to get everything logistic wise figured out technologically we got to make sure everyone's on the same page and that this goes smoothly also when are they doing the uh the simulated first round mock uh for all the nfl teams was that actual date announced
1: uh, not that I'm aware of.
0: Because I would love to hear how that goes.
1: Yeah. yeah, so they said that the their original plan, sorry, the original plan was April 15th, which is in two days from now, one from the people that are listening to this, but again, we brought this up before, you just brought it up now, like, it probably makes sense to push that off, especially if you, you don't know exactly when the is gonna start, it buys you time to be able to try to figure out maybe some certain teams you want playing in certain times. So it just makes sense. So yep. yeah. Uh, what else happened today? Uh, Mr. Christian, McC- Christian McCaffrey became the highest paid running back in NFL history. Just a four year, $64 million deal. You
0: know, Hey, they backed the truck up for him. Good for McCaffrey. Pretty much the Carolina Panthers offense last year, The year before, he really got the recognition that he deserved, and this last year, he owned up to it. I just hope nothing happens to him like the other running backs that we've been seeing as of late get paid. Hopefully, Todd Gurley and David Johnson are kind of the two running backs that get the huge deal. That kind of just doesn't pan out. Zeke's gotten paid. uh, Christian McCaffrey's gotten paid. We'll probably see Kamara get paid. It'll be nice to see some of these guys get the contract and then essentially earn it by continuing to play and not being injured so that's the hopes for him congrats for him and his family that's awesome keep growing that legacy and hell that talent pool that that family is just running in through like blood deep it's crazy how athletic that family is his brother's quarterback at michigan dad super bowl winning mvp receiver with the broncos highest paid running back in the nfl let's go
1: yeah derrick henry is the one that comes to mind like what happens with him like off of that franchise tag. He says that, you know, he signed it, but now you wonder if he's like, fuck this. Like, there's who's going to pay him? Like, no
0: one is going to pay Derek Henry that. Coming I don't off think the so either.
1: Here. No, I don't think so either. I think that, like, he's just going to be pissed more at the Titans. I think he's going to play it out, but I think he's going to be just more mad at the Titans that another team paid up.
0: Quick question here. Sticking with the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton being released. In the open market, where does he go? There was rumors to the Raiders that the Raiders were looking at him. Let's say he does go to Vegas. That's gonna get Vegas excited. That's gonna be that'd be it'll honestly be kind of cool to see that in Vegas, all black, like Cam Newton in Vegas and all black in the Death Star in the desert. I think that would be pretty freaking cool. But you have the highest paid backup quarterback in Marcus Mariota. And then you have Derek Carr. Let's – okay, let's say you do sign Cam Newton and you keep Marcus Mariota. What do you do with Derek Carr?
1: I mean you basically have to release him at that point, right? I mean like, it depends. So if this happens like during the draft, then, again, you trade him. And But if you're trying to trade him during draft day, you're not getting anything because value has dropped dramatically. Again, a few months ago when we were talking about this, that's when we said – probably like a fourth fifth rounder because he loses value sure is he maybe worth more than that sure but again it's thursday night you start calling people because you just signed newton or you know you're going to everybody's going to know something's up and they're not going to want to give up more than they have to and that's probably honestly maybe even lower than a fourth rounder at this point maybe it's a fifth sixth rounder at that point just to get somebody to somebody to take on that contract which again is only 21 and this year obviously that's a lot of money but compared to a lot of quarterbacks like it's not that much but it's an eight million dollar cap hit if they released him so they i mean are they going to eat eight million dollars right now
0: i mean but they're gonna have to spend something on cam but my back to my main question where does Derek carr land like what team is looking for a quarterback the Jaguars, it looks like they're going with Minshew in they're hopes of tanking Minshew. for Trevor.
1: They are go- Anybody that says that they are not riding with Minshew this year, you're wrong. Like, they're riding with Minshew. Um, though I could see them, again, I could see them doing one of those signing cam as a backup uh, and causing chaos. Like, I could see them doing that. But they do want to go with Minshew. So if I'm talking quarterbacks here and, like, what teams need – a number two for a Derek Carr. Um,
0: does Does Miami sign him and then draft Tua and let Tua sit? No, because they already have Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Mr. Fitzpatrick's sold, forced him to retire.
1: What? They still have Josh Rosen.
0: God dang it! Okay, so the the Patriots.
1: Yeah, Patriots. I like that. What else? I don't have
0: anything else to say. Oh. Sorry. I, I pause I, I, there. But, like, uh, those are the only teams I can think of. What about the Jets? They're not going to sign him. They, they're rolling. That's all Sam Donald. That's Sam oh, Donald's team. But we're talking backup. We're not talking about somebody that's trying to compete for a starting job. Yeah, but Derek Carr's not going to be a backup. He, like He is a, a starting-level quarterback in the NFL. But That's so correct.
1: is Cam Newton. But so is Cam Newton. <laughs> there's it, no there's no job open for a veteran quarterback right now. There's just not.
0: So absurd. Like, even Andy Dalton, man. He's not even going to have a landing spot.
1: He, dude, he's probably going to – he's honestly probably going to be backing up Joe Burrow this year. That would be so frustrating.
0: Well, I mean, we're in a dark yeah. hole now, but, like, I just – My buddy has brought that conversation up to me today as well, and I just kind of wanted to bring that up here and discuss it. Uh, Just craziness in the NFL. I can't wait to figure out what happens in the draft. Can't wait to see that unfold pick by pick and how that's handled. Speaking of the draft, though, and potential mocks of what the NFL has been going to be doing to test everything out, that's what our episode today is going to be. We're going to do a first-round mock draft for you, one through 32. Every other here, I'll go first. Cincinnati Bengals are on the board. Joe Burrow's the pig. He's going to go from a tiger to a Bengal. Same damn thing if you look at it right. Boom. Joe Burrow fixing Cincinnati. Real possibility to be competing in the North next year. Let's hope all works out for them.
1: Yeah, and again, we're not going to be, you know, breaking any news here. Number two, Washington Redskins, they're taking Chase Young. They got to just make that, that defensive line just – nasty one of the most athletic they need to get after Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott guys like uh, Montez Sweat and Chase Young from their last two first round picks will do that let's not forget that they have Kerrigan they have Payne they have uh oh, yeah the other my or Alabama guy that why his name's blanking on me Jonathan Allen thank you to myself I just said thank <laughs> you to myself yep and That's uh <laughs> What?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So uh, Chase Young, number two. Yep. Uh, number three, the Detroit Lions. A lot more rumors coming out yesterday that they are potentially going to trade that pick. They're going to move back, let someone come up and get a quarterback. Hopefully Jeff Okuda still falls to them. We're not going to do trades. I would not be. I don't think anyone's really surprised if the Lions are to do that. Uh, Lions taking Jeff Okuda here at number three. What's that look, Trece? You want to do some trades? I for sure am going to be offering you some trades. Oh, man. Here we go.
1: You can offer them, but I don't know if I'll
0: accept them. It better that's be good. Totally,
1: that's totally fine. Um, I'm actually – so there's a lot of rumors right now and a lot of Lions fans and stuff that are starting to push maybe to go after Simmons over Akuda, saying that they might be okay with uh, – so here's the deal. the Why they're saying that is because there's rumors that if the Chargers trade up for the Lions – the chargers would give up pick six a later round pick and uh desmond king in the deal so then they have troupon and desmond king at the, as their two corners maybe they say maybe we should get the freak athlete in simmons but by trading down i think they're going to miss that opportunity because at, yeah. pick, four, at pick four i'm going to have isaiah simmons going off the board
0: Damn, that would be crazy. Uh, number five, the Miami Dolphins. I We heard reports at the Senior Bowl in Mobile and the Combine. Awkward interactions between the Dolphins and Tua. Not at the Senior Bowl, excuse me, but at the Combine. Uh, awkward interactions kind of blew him off a little bit. We've seen pro day videos come out of him. He looks healthier. He looks To be running smoothly, that was the thing I really paid attention to. Uh, I really wasn't watching his throwing motion. I know that's fine. I was watching to how he reacted after he threw the ball, right? After he's running or he dropped backs and throws it, how does he treat that hit? Does he run on it normal? Does he kind of like baby a little bit? And I didn't notice anything. Um, So to me, I think think it really is going to be fine. I think he's going to, you know, kind of take treatment through this and be okay. So the Dolphins are going to take two here at five. Don't be surprised if they trade up to get them. If Herbert goes at five, all hell's breaking loose. That is for sure.
1: (laughs) That actually is true. Um, All right. The Chargers are up, and I'm actually going to take Jedrick Wills, the left tackle out of Alabama here. I think that this team is fine with their quarterback position for the year, and so with Tyra Taylor. And so I'm going to say, hey, you traded away your left tackle. Let's get a new one in place here. And that's going to be Jedrick Wills. Wow. So Herbert's still on the board. Yes, he is.
0: Next, we have the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I don't think they're going to be taking a quarterback. They just signed Teddy Bridgewater. If they take Herbert here, it's going to be surprising. I think they go into your defensive line. I think that's what they need. That's what they need help with. They got Brian Burns last year, so they have, you know, the edge presence. Uh, linebacker, they just locked Keekley I don't think they're going to be drafted a linebacker this high up in the draft. They just traded tackles with the, the Los Angeles Chargers. Derek Brown, perfect fit here. Boom. Roll with him in Auburn. I think that's exactly what happened. I think you build the interior. You have the outside set. Your secondary is not that bad. This is something we've discussed. Just kind of keep building that defense and rolling on from there.
1: Yeah, Uh, you took the guy that I wanted for the Cardinals. I think they're clearly set on offense at this point. You have weapons literally everywhere. You've re-signed some offensive linemen, so you got to go defense. Uh, I think that they're pretty good in the defensive back, so I don't think they're going to take anybody here, and there's nobody worth taking at this spot. Uh, Linebacker? Could, but again, is there anybody? No. So I'm going to take maybe the biggest upside defensive lineman in Javon Kinlaw. So I would take Derek Brown, but I am going to just say Javon Kinlaw. I think has a bigger upside than Derek Brown for his career. But I do think that he is raw and he's going to need some uh, coaching to to really get all that potential out.
0: Nice, perfect. So you take Kinlaw to the Cardinals, okay? Yeah. So I am up with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your team here. Yep. I'll do you want it- to make a Do you want to make a trade? what do you what let's see what you got to offer
1: uh tampa bay buccaneers want to trade up from 14 to 9 they will offer 14 and their second round pick pick 45
0: no because we need to protect our new young quarterback here we need to build off this cam robinson might be moving inside let's get an offensive tackle and tristan Wirfs out of iowa Build the offensive line. I think you're fine at receiver. Attack, defense, probably the rest of the draft here. But get yourself a solid tackle for a bright future in the NFL right here in the top 10.
1: Uh, Don't hate that. That's for sure. Do not hate that. Um, as a Jags fan, he's probably like, let's see here, fifth on my list right now by guys that I'd want. And the other four are already taken. So that's <laughs> the so uh, he, he would be the top player on my board at this point uh, with Jerry Judy just right behind him. So, um, yeah, I really like that. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Let's not get cute. McKay Becton like they they absolutely need a left tackle. they got to protect B- Baker Mayfield. they got to get that offense really going. Um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt running behind Becton is just a car- scary thought. And so I think that they would love this. Um, is he the most raw out of a lot of these guys? Yes, but I think that he has more upside than uh, Andrew Thomas out of Stanford. So that is why I chose out of over uh, Thomas.
0: Awesome. Next up with the the number 11 here, the Jets. I don't think I want to reach for a Thomas or a Jones at this spot. Uh, I know receiver hasn't come off the board. That's a huge need. We spent this offseason getting depth along the offensive line. Tree said something we talked about. But you need targets for Sam Darnold, and that's something you don't have. Go get Jerry Judy right here. Get yourself a precise route runner, the guy who's being called the next Odell Beckham. Go freaking get him. You've already seen him across the hall in the same stadium for the opposing New York team. Get you the same guy for your squad and your young quarterback and go from there. That's who I have the Jets taking out 11.
1: I mean, that's nice because we were actually talking about that last podcast, right? Yeah, so We talked about them doubling up on some wide receivers, so um, not a bad thought there. Kind of like it. Um, all right, so we got the Raiders now up. At 12. At 12. Jeez, this one's tough because I could see the Raiders going in multiple directions. Um, this is where a lot of people kind of have those what do you, what do you want to call it? A uh, trio of wide receivers, the top three going. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think that that's actually going to happen. Like how often do we see three wide receivers go back to back to back, even with how talented these guys are?
0: I think that's the difference maker this year It's just the, the difference in talent, speed, strength, you know, the ability after the catch, the yeah. route running ability, and then, like I just already said, the true speed that Henry
1: Ruggs has. So I want to say I think that they're going to be very tempted by Ruggs, but I'm going to actually just want us to, I want us to think outside the box here. And let me say, I would not take, make this pick, but I'm going to do it. C.J. Henderson, Florida cornerback at number 12 overall. Really? Yeah. They also understand all of the weapons that they have to stop. Think about it on what that defense faces six times a year. Chiefs, Broncos looking good. You know they're going to get another weapon. Sutton, Fant. They now have Melvin Gordon, right? They have Lindsey still. And then the Chargers, we know about the weapons that they have. I think that they're going to say, we need another cornerback. And so I think, honestly, I think that. Cornerback is probably their second need besides wide receiver, but I think that they're going to say this wide receiver group is deep, and we also pick at 19. Let's take the cornerback, make sure that we get the second-best cornerback because he he's most likely gone with the Falcons and the Cowboys picking before us. He's most – C.J. Henderson's most likely gone before we pick again at 19.
0: Wow. Okay, so the Raiders are taking Henderson. I am up with the San Francisco 49ers after they traded with the Indianapolis Colts. Jerry Judy's off the board. That was probably the guy that they were hoping to get since they missed out on Odell. Did they go after a CD Lamb? I don't think so. I think they got their kind of bodied receiver, the reliable hands guy, and uh, Samuel. Um, No, it's not Samuel.
1: Yeah. Debo Samuel?
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. I'm correct. Now let's get some speed. Let's get some real speed here, boy. Henry Ruggs. We missed on Judy. We got our route right runner. We got a reliable hand. Let's get some speed on the other side of this offense. Let's see what Kyle Shanahan does with his version of a Tyreek Kill. Does he hit him on a deep wasp like the Chiefs did him in the Super Bowl to come back and win the damn thing?
1: Okay, so you were saying that we are gonna have our top two wide receivers are going to be wow, my thing is on caps here. Um sorry about that. Nobody cares about that or knows what I'm talking about. Um <laughs> So you're saying the top two wide receivers taken are going to be from the same college, and that is Alabama. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. So, um, okay, cool. I like that. So now the Bucks are on the board. How silly would it be if they just said, fuck it, we'll just take CeeDee Lamb, and now we got three just <laughs> huge, big-bodied guys. Obviously not going to do that. So um, I think that they are probably – Just very, very excited that the number four left tackle is still on the board at this point. Uh, You know, they probably were assuming that they wouldn't be um, with somebody trying to trade up. Obviously, I just don't think we're going to end up doing too many trades today. Uh, Maybe our next one that we're going to do before the draft. I think that's probably when we'll get a lot more trades going on. Um, So let's go with Andrew Thomas out of Stanford. Uh, Very, very good left tackle. I think that he's not going to be the sexy name in the first round, but I think he's going to be a guy that can step in and fill the role and really protect uh, obviously your key asset, which is Tom Brady.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Next up, the Denver Broncos. We just talked or you just talked about, excuse me. Sutton, Fant, Gordon, Lindsey, Drew Lockett quarterback. What what do they need? I think their defense, their secondary, they lost Chris Harris Jr. I don't think they take a corner here at 15. Do we just say fuck it and I go three receivers in a row? You
1: could. Might as well.
0: CeeDee Lamb. That offense is instantly terrifying in the next three years.
1: I mean, that's a dangerous duo with Sutton and Lamb. And then, I mean, their trio, with their tight end with Noah Fant, who's also just a freak of nature. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> think about it. Like, think about these trios. Okay, let's just talk about the trios in this division. So, we're going to talk about your team first, obviously. You have you have Hill, you have Kelsey, and whoever you want to name as your third, right? Watkins, Watkins yep. Hardman, whatever you want it to be, at. I personally think Hardman ends up, by the end of the year, ends up taking over that role. That's just me. You know them a lot better than I do, so I'm not. we're not going to get into it. Um, and then we have the Chargers, who have Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Yep. And now we have this one, Sutton and <laughs> Fant. <Lam-Fan. laughs> like, those are crazy trios. And then you have the Raiders. Yeah be all right they'll be all right but it's interesting i mean that's a re- that that is going to be a fun division to watch like you will be enjoying watching football every single week next year not just because your team's the chiefs and you guys are you know yeah good but like it's gonna be fun games like for as good as the chiefs are like they might be in some shootouts this year that'll be fun it
0: would especially in division and yeah. i mean they've owned the division in the last four years which has been great But this division, I mean, it hasn't been easy to win, and it's only getting harder because it seems like every year someone picks a different team in the division to win, and the Chiefs go, hey, you're forgetting about us. And it's like, eh, what about this or that? Here comes Patrick Mahomes. You put receiving quarters out like this for two other teams that also has a young, promising quarterback and a quarterback that has shown the ability to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gonna be pretty tough to handle that. Next up is Elena Falcons trees. Where do you think they go?
1: This one's tough. Um, I mean, I think that they need a cornerback. Uh, I really love taking uh, Christian Fulton here. I did it during our Twitter mock draft a little bit ago, but what, two weeks ago at this point? Mm -hmm. Um, Really wanted to do do that. I'm going to try to be different here and not just do the same picks that I've done before, so I'm not going to take Fulton here. Uh, Interior defensive line is a major need, but the top two are gone. You're not going to reach for anybody there. You have an edge, but they kind of filled that with um, Dante Fowler, so do you want to double up there? Probably not. Running back, I think that they're happy with for a year now that they got Gurley there. So, I mean, might be a little bit of a reach, but let's have some fun with it. And let's go with Patrick Queen, the linebacker from LSU. And I here's my reasoning. I think that Dan Quinn wants to get back to his Seattle days where he can be running with two linebackers That can do everything. They already have Deion Jones. You know how much I love him. I talked him up all last season. Uh And now you can have Patrick Queen as well. And then you just have two just dynamic linebackers that can go and do whatever you want on that defense. Do I think it's a reach? Yes, obviously I do. But I also think that the Falcons, I think the Falcons probably believe now that they've signed like a guy like Fowler and a guy like Gurley. Um, and traded for a tight end to replace Hoop, Hooper. I think that they think that they're just a few pieces away from competing. And I think that this is a position that they think that they're just, that's, that's what's making their defense elite. So I'm going to go with Patrick Quinn. So Patrick Quinn's the first linebacker off the board for you. No,
0: Isaiah Simmons already off the board. Okay, so second over yeah.
1: Kenneth Murray. Over Kenneth Murray, yes.
0: Wow. Up next, 17, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think it's Xavier McKinney. I think you get some help on that defensive side of the ball. You lost Byron Jones is a corner. Let's get some help back there in the safety position. Your linebackers, you have one of the best linebacking duo in the league. Your defensive line has gotten massively upgraded this year, or should I say just massively upgraded for depth? That is you signed Don Terry Poe. You get a couple extra pieces there. You got Lawrence, of course. Hey, I think the Cowboys are going to be fine next year. You throw in Xavier McKinney uh, in that backfield, look out, because he's going to be coming down hard, especially in that division. It's going to be entertaining to see that defense be even better than what it was before.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. Um, that defense, Yeah, that defense is going to be dangerous for sure. Um, I, I really like what they've done. Obviously, they're stacked at linebacker and stuff, so get another guy in that backfield after losing Jones. So, yeah, I like it. All right, now we have the Dolphins up, and let's see. They already took Tua, so we're good there. Offensive linemen, they need one, but it's probably too early for that. Um, interior offensive line, do you really want to take an interior offensive line at this point? It's risky. They also need a running back, so you just took the top safety. Mm-hmm. Um I think, though, that even – we've talked about this. They, they still missed out on their edge, even though they signed the kid out of Buffalo. Uh, they, they still haven't gotten their main edge guy. So who do they want to take off of the edge here? And I'm going to take Caleb on Chase on right here. I think they're pretty ecstatic that he has fallen all the way to this spot because he probably – he most likely is a top 15 pick. I think somebody will trade up for him. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go – Caleb Allen, Chase on, and that, that actually hurts me because I actually really wanted him to follow the Jags, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going <laughs> to just let that happen.
0: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So next up is the Oakland Raiders once more. Uh, we just seen them recently go – here, let me get back on track here. Excuse me. We just recently seen them go C.J. Henderson. They added to the corner. Um, you missed out on offense earlier. You didn't get a receiver, and that run of them um, – your offensive line, I think, is fine. You're trying to figure out quarterbacks, but, hey, you really need a receiver. You don't need edge. We just lost Ken Law, or excuse me, Chase On is off the board. Why don't you go get one of his teammates, Justin Jefferson? Go get yourself a decent receiver. Uh, there's teams later in the and that are probably going to be looking for him. They might even trade up for him at this point after the run of receivers early on in the teens here the Raiders go, Justin Jefferson. Get you a target for Derek Carr. Whoever the hell your quarterback is next year, if you want it to be Cam Newton, Derek Carr, whoever, go get yourself a big body receiver that you can trust down the field to get the ball.
1: That hurts. That's um <laughs> it's actually who I wanted to pick next. So, um that's a bummer. A uh, great pick. Fantastic pick. And now just like that, I think the Raiders still get their wide receiver like we were talking about. Plus, they got their cornerback. So, um, fantastic right there. Really, really like that. Um, All right, so the Jags are up now. Um, Man, they have so many needs, and I'm just like, where do do you go here? So, they need wide receiver at this point, but the top four are off the board. Probably not going to be able to go. You're not going to reach anybody. Um, You got your offensive tackle already. You need defensive linemen. Um, interior and exterior. So um, I'm going to go look at edge here and I'm going to go AJ Epinesa. So I am actually going to, I'm actually going to go double Iowa guys here. <laughs> you are actually. <laughs> so double Iowa guys. So you, you fill in that defensive end spot, which Epinesa really fills in a role that kind of like Clay's Campbell place, right? The interior and edge guy. A yep. very smart guy, um, guy that has a lot to learn and can continue to grow. And I think an Epenesa and, um, was going to just be a fantastic duo with uh, Josh Allen. So I, I'm happy with it actually.
0: Awesome. Up next, Philadelphia Eagles. You just added some secondary help th- with uh, the Darius Slay pick. Your offensive line is pretty set. You're looking for a receiver. The top four are gone. You're probably not reaching on anybody. You got your running back of the future. Man, I mean, where do they need it? Should we just go corner Jeff Gladney out of TCU? Get I mean, someone yeah. op- opposite of Slay?
1: Yeah, I mean, you obviously could. Uh, I mean, you're right. There's not a wide receiver there. So, yeah, yeah, you easily could. You want to do that? Yeah, or should I go linebacker? They desperately need linebacker as well. That's
0: what I'm going to do. Kenneth Murray.
1: Kenneth Murray at linebacker. I really like that, actually. Um, just make that defense even more deadly. Now you got this stout linebacker that can hit and run with the best of them. I really considered him for the Falcons there. I ended up just going with Patrick Queen just because I personally prefer Patrick Queen a little bit more. But it's close. So I really like that for the Eagles. I think that they will – Take that with a big smile on their face, for sure. Um. All right, now the Minnesota Vikings are up. And you did not take Gladney. And now I'm like, ooh, am I glad that he didn't? Maybe I'd take him. Uh. Yeah, I'm going to take him. I'm going to take Gladney. <laughs> they, they desperately need a cornerback here. Uh, obviously, they let go of Xavier Rhodes. They, they need it. They need a wide receiver as well. But, again, there's probably nobody right here that's, that's worth it. So, yep. cool.
0: Perfect. Nice pick. Um, Up next, the New England Patriots picking at 23. I think they need help on the defensive line. I think they need help along the edge. I'm about to pronounce this name out of Penn State. I'm not good at pronouncing names. Treese, do you know how to say this?
1: Are you talking about Gross Medos?
0: Gross is exactly who I'm talking about. And I can say that. Gross His first name, I- Yatur. Yatur. yeah. Ah, y- uh, Yatur. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Boom. There's your edge rusher. Moving on with the, the New England Patriots defense who is stout. They're keeping their corners. They're keeping their secondary. Let's get an edge guy here. Boom. I thought about tackle just because of how bad their offensive line was last year at certain points in the year. But I think Gross Matos is a good pick. I think it's a safe pick. You've already lost Espinosa because of trees here. But I think this is a good fit for the New England Patriots going forward.
1: You want to know who you didn't take that I thought you were going to? Who? Justin Herbert, who's still on the board. Holy shit.
0: Guess who's next?
1: Guess who's next? He's
0: just <laughs> licking his chops. He's just licking his chops. There's no uh, way this happens.
1: There's no way in hell this happens, but we weren't doing trades and look at where we're at. So um, the Saints are just stacked. They are stacked. They are ready for their Super Bowl run. They're They're making their Super Bowl run this year. And guess what? They're going to be able to move on from Drew Brees pretty easily after they win the Super Bowl next year because they're going to have Justin Herbert sitting in the wings. And, yes, I know that they love Taysom Hill, but he's not the quarterback of the future. And they are going to believe that Justin Herbert is. So Justin Herbert to the Saints.
0: Here, let me run this by you. Let's say he's there at 10. Do the Saints trade up?
1: At 10? To 10. Man, what would they have to give give up to move up to 10? What pick are they? They're 24?
0: That's almost exactly where the Chiefs were when they went after Patrick Mahomes. Yep. So you're going to trade that first-year pick, a next-year's first, and a next-year's second.
1: So yeah, and they don't have a second rounder this year, so that's exactly what they would have to do. They they only have a first, third, and fourth, and then But what
0: other needs do they have on their team? I mean, in all reality,
1: they don't. That's why. That's why I took that pick without skipping a beat because this team is stacked. Their offense is ready now. Their defense is ready now. Like they have weapons everywhere.
0: Damn. Now okay. So we'll just put an asterisk there on probability of trading up for Justin Herbert, because Justin Herbert falling to the twenties most likely not going to happen.
1: No, it's for sure not. But like that's what makes these these fun, right? Like because like we have reasonings on all of these. Maybe Man. I could have took Justin Herbert at pick twelve to the Raiders <laughs> and not CJ Henderson. Man, that would have been even crazy. have been him being there at twelve.
0: I think if he's there at 10, someone's trading up.
1: I think, yeah, I agree. But you also got to think 10. And I know you got to think trades to, so somebody doesn't jump you, but like 10, obviously Browns aren't taking a quarterback. 11, Jets clearly are not taking quarterback. 12, now it's like. Do we trade with the Raiders? They already have another first rounder. We can get that. So they still have another first rounder this year, right? So they'll still have two plus now they'll have two next year. Like, do they like having all of these first rounders? Cause they, they've killed it since they've had all these first rounders. I think they, I think that somebody will trade up to 12. I think the Raiders will trade pick 12 to trade back. So somebody can get Justin Herbert. I think that's the reality.
0: You don't think they'll take them.
1: Sure. You don't, they,
0: you don't think John Gruden's looking at this stud
1: <laughs>
0: in Northwest Washington, or excuse me, in Oregon, duh, in Oregon, going, hey, that's a pretty strong arm. He's got nice hair. I can, I can get him tough. I can get him to be the way I want him to be. Let me mold this guy.
1: This is what I think. I think yes, he does want that. I think Mayock says no, he's not our guy. We gotta ride Carr one more year because next year there's three or four quarterbacks better than him. And if we trade down right now, we'll have multiple first rounders again, so we can have ammo to trade up and get your guy next year. Damn. We love fucking around with the Raiders. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> it's just, just like they're just too much fun. Uh, the Raiders and the the Lions. Lions. Like, those are our two favorites to, like, mess around with, for sure. Okay. All right. You're up. You're up with the Vikings. No. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Shit.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Jeremy Chin out of Southern Illinois. You're going safety. I mean, get some help in the secondary. Kenneth Murray's gone. Espinosa's gone. You have a running back. Ooh.
1: Do you want to change this pick? Who do you think I'm going to change it to? I have no idea, but I haven't written it down yet, so you're fine.
0: I'll stick with it. I think this is fine.
1: Jeremy Chin. That's who you're going with. Why do you say it like that? I, I just didn't think that you would go safety here. They need help in
0: the secondary.
1: No, well, I agree they do. I agree they do. Um, I just – I I guess it's just me, but I have chin as like my number four safety.
0: Who do we have off the board? Let me go through our list.
1: McKinney is the only safety we have off the board right now.
0: So who do you have over him?
1: I like uh Antoine Winfield Jr., and I like Grant Delpit more. I'm
0: I watched a lot of LSU football last year. I don't like I didn't like the way Grant Delpit played. How do no, you go from fair. being one of the best safeties to hardly a piece? Does that make sense?
1: 100%. I also think having a guy like Harrison Smith by you will motivate you to fucking be a stud. But I get it. Like I'm not I'm fine with the pick. I just personally, I have Jeremy Chin as my number four safety, but it's fine. Like that's, that's the beauty of all this, right? We can choose who we want. So I love it. All right. Now we're back with the dolphins. So, so far the dolphins have added Tua and they have added chase on a pretty damn good draft for them. I would say that they are probably ecstatic about this draft. How about let's make it even better. Let's add a running back to this offense. So now the question is, is do you take Swift or do you take Taylor? Do you take Dobbins? I really – so me personally, I just love Dobbins. Like He's like my favorite running back in this draft. But I think that they're going to fall in love with a guy like Jonathan Taylor. So I'm going to take – I'm gonna take Jonathan Taylor over DeAndre Swift here. Wow! I think that they are not worried about the carries. Um, I know the whole thing with the the fumbles, like that's a that's a legit concern for sure. Um, I think that they're less worried about that than they are with the injury of Swift in his shoulder that he's had. So I'm gonna take Jonathan Taylor, running back, first running back off of the board. To the Miami Dolphins. Dan Kiefer's going to love that pick. He is going to love that pick. If I, if I don't get a tweet from him saying thank you, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> yeah, <that's pretty laughs> so be, be prepared to be upset. <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: It's pretty good. Up next is Seattle Seahawks. Hey, let's just go after defense. Let's go ahead and get ourselves. You want to go
1: defense? I'll trade you Yannick Ngakwe for this pick.
0: Are you serious? Yes. You're going to trade me Yannick Ngakwe
1: for pick 27.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's a deal. Thank you. (laughs) No
1: trades my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Yannick Ngakwe, uh, thank you. Well, you're still up now. You got to pick for the Jags now. <laughs> Son of a bitch! What? Yeah.
0: You make this pick because you know what you want. I've already made the trade. The trade's you. I got Yannick and Gakwe.
1: Here's the problem is, I I, I kind of regret my decision because there's honestly I don't know what I want. At this nobody's fallen to like what I think is talented enough here, right? Like, they need wide receiver at this point. Well, you know what? I'm fine. I will take – do I want to take Christian Fulton or do I want to take a guy like Jalen Johnson, of a, a Utah guy? I'm going to take Christian Fulton.
0: Wow. That's who I was going to take was Johnson.
1: Was it? Yeah. I really, really like Johnson. I just – There's just something about that 2018 tape of Christian Fulton before he was hurt uh, that I just love. Like, that's why he's actually my cornerback, too. It's just I love that tape so much. Um, So, yep, Christian Fulton. Love it. Next up, the Baltimore Ravens. Sorry, I got
0: lost there. The Baltimore Ravens. Hey, your defense is terrifying. There's not a linebacker here. Queen and Murray are both gone. Some of the top corners are gone. Safeties are gone. Let's just go to the offensive side of the ball. We got a running back. We got a speed receiver. Let's go ahead and get ourselves a big target deep down the field in Denzel Mims from Baylor. Let's give a jump ball guy to the MVP, Lamar
1: Jackson. Let's roll with it. Do you really like Mims? Like – Do you personally, I'm not saying like for this pick, I'm just saying, do you like Mims as a prospect? In a sense. Yeah. I think, I mean,
0: I think he is deserving of this pick here. I mean, he's shown ability last year in that offensive Baylor to do something with the ball, go up and get it at a high point, you know, show the athletic ability of, Hey, I can do this at the next level. Of course, if you're a projected first round pick, that ability is there. I think this is awesome for the Ravens.
1: Yeah, I do too. I think it's a – I like the big body type receiver to go with that. So, yeah, um, I'm all for it, to be honest. So no complaints there. All right, so now we're at the uh, Tennessee Titans. Now I have to pick for them because we made that trade. hate you. (laughs) Um, So they need an edge, and they need interior defensive line, I think, the most. We've basically taken any interior – or sorry – any edge that's worth a damn <laughs> like in the first round already so now you go defensive lineman um do they actually need somebody they took uh S- Simmons last year right Jonathan Simmons is that that was his name right yes. uh, Mississippi state um so I don't know like do they actually need that they need to find a right tackle to replace the guy that what uh, why am I blanking The guy that went to Cleveland uh Conklin thank you Jack Conklin yeah um man this one's tough like I honestly think if the if the draft felt like this the Titans I think would be doing anything to trade out of this pick to get more picks I think that there's just not any talented enough guy that really like feels that they have like I mean for like a guy that they need right a position of need
0: so offensive tackle right Offensive. I mean, Josh Josh Jones is still Josh on the Jones. board. Austin he is still Jackson there.
1: is still there. I don't I don't like Austin Austin Jackson, but Josh Jones is fair.
0: Yeah, that was a guy you watched quite a bit at Senior Bowl, wasn't it? it? It is.
1: It is. Um and I guess I was thinking me being silly, just thinking left tackle, but like why can't he just play right tackle, right? So yeah, I I I totally agree there. Josh Jack Josh Jones out of Houston uh to the Titans. Boom. So I pretty much made that pick. <laughs> you actually did. So thank you. I appreciate that. Not a problem.
0: Here we go. The Green Bay Packers. What does this team need? Do they need offensive line? Do they need defense? I think they need linebacker. I'm going Zach Bond out of Wisconsin.
1: Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can go with that.
0: I mean, you're not. You're who you're going to reach for? You're going to reach for a T. Higgins. Uh, A Grant Delpit is a possibility. Uh, A Chase Claypool. I think that's a huge reach. I don't think you're going. I think that your defensive line is fine. I I really think it's just linebacker. I think that's really what you need right now.
1: Yeah, Uh, no, I don't disagree there. And now we got the two Super Bowl teams, right? We got the oh. Chiefs, and we got the 49ers. Uh, 49ers, with their first pick, and took Henry Ruggs, getting their speedster. And now they get to get someone opposite side of Richard Sherman, and that's going to be Jalen Johnson out of Utah, cornerback. And I think he'll be a great fit in this style of defense. And they are—Niners fans are just pumped after this. Coming out of Thursday night, you're gonna tell me you get Henry Ruggs and Jalen Johnson? Yes, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's 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 deadly for them. That's great for them. That's fantastic for the offense and defense. Rounding it off with the Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Thank you uh-huh. so much. The Kansas City Chiefs. Did I say the Kansas City
1: Champions? No, you said the. Cha- I wanted you to say the, uh, the Super Bowl champions, Kansas City Chiefs, again. I gave you an opportunity to say it again, but you didn't. Let's do it again. Let's act like that didn't happen.
0: Yeah. yeah. You say? Who? The Kansas City Chiefs, the Super Bowl champs. All right, picking number thirty-two, and we're gonna take an interior offensive lineman, the number one center, out of Michigan, Caesar Ruiz. Did I say that last name correctly?
1: Uh, I think so. Caesar. I mean, I- Ru- Ruiz. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, I honestly think the Chiefs probably trade back out of this pick. I think Brett Beach is kind of like, you know what? I really don't like first round picks. Uh, aside from Patrick Mahomes, pretty much got him. Let's just get rid of this shit and get more picks because we only got five this year. <laughs> I think they load up on a second or third rounder maybe fourth and fifth. I think they just keep adding up there and Brett Veach is going to trade up in the second uh, and go after somebody that he really wants for this team. Um, pretty much. I think that's what the chiefs ultimately do. If they don't, and they have a center sitting here, I think that's awesome for their interior offensive line. Uh, they got an Al Getty, excuse me, another interior offensive lineman late in the draft last year out of Illinois. Uh, I think he has a possibility of coming in and playing, this next season at guard, so I think that's going to replace right guard, uh, Tardif, the Canadian doctor. I don't think he's going to do much there, or the possibility of left guard. Someone's got to fill one of those two voids. Caesar Ruiz has that possibility to step in and play center and take the job and ultimately protect the the future of the franchise and the Kansas City Chiefs of Patrick Mahomes because we got more
1: Super Bowls to win. That is fair. All right, so that's our first round. We are going to do this again. So uh, let's see. We got another – we got three more episodes, not counting this one, before the draft. Uh, two of them we will just be doing you know, around the laces, figuring that out. The one that it will be the night before the draft, we're going to try to do a two-round mock, maybe one-round mock with a whole bunch of trades. Still in the works. We'll figure it out. Yep. Uh, so we will have one more talking football mock draft. Um, but I want to just go over this real quick. If you had to name two teams that were the most likely to trade up in this draft, who would your two teams be? The Dolphins.
0: I think they're trading up to get a quarterback, whether it's Tua or Herbert. And honestly, I I can see the Saints. I can see the Saints trading up to get a future quarterback if someone falls to 10.
1: Okay. All right, I like that. Uh, I'm going to say the Bucks. I think they're they're super aggressive on making sure that they get exactly who Tom wants at at their left tackle position. And then I'm going to say, I'm going to say the. I mean, the Falcons are always ones that move up, but I'm okay. actually going to say. The Vikings. I think the Vikings think they're super close, and so now they have two first-rounders. If they can trade those to move up even into the teens, um, early teens, to get their guy, I could see the Vikings. I could also see the Eagles, just like how we talked about with Murray. Like I could see them being like, hey, we need a wide receiver badly. If they start seeing a run on wide receivers, they move up to get a wide receiver or – if Chason fell, like in this case, right, Chaseon went just before them. If Chason was available with the Dolphins pick, you would wonder if they would trade up to try to get that edge rusher. So mm-hmm. um, I'll go with those. I guess I was three, but uh, that's, that's three teams. Um, name a team or two that you think is certain to trade down. To trade down? Yeah.
0: Uh, I think the Browns are willing to do that, um, and I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are very willing – to have another team kind of trade into the first round, get extra picks for the draft because they like I said earlier, they only have five. Brett Beach is very aggressive in the second, third, fourth rounds and trading up to get people that he really wants. So yeah, I can see the Chiefs doing that.
1: Yeah, I agree there. Uh for me, I'm just trying to look here. I could see I still think that I could see the Jags trading out of nine to trade down to get more picks. Um, man that's tough that actually is really tough I yeah. I, I brought up the Titans like if they just didn't fall their way I could see them doing exactly what you just said the Chiefs were doing the Niners for sure out of 31 Um, unless their guy like a Jalen Johnson was there but like they only have what four or five picks in this draft I think that they easily could do that and actually I could if the Saints didn't trade up for like a future quarterback, I actually could see them trading down cuz they only have about 5 picks as well. So I'll go with the Niners and Saints as most likely to trade down. One other team, do you think the Panthers would be interested in that? Yes, 100%. Like if and they're trying, really trying a to taint, for next year? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Damn. Fine. Saints all the way up to 7. <laughs> <laughs> Come
0: get your quarterback. Yep. We'll get ours next year.
1: We're gonna trade within the division (laughs) to our rival. (laughs) That was talk. That is crazy talk. So, all right, cool. I think that does it for us tonight. So, um, again, we appreciate it. Sorry, our schedule's been a little off. Um, you would think that since we were home, we'd have more time, but somehow we both have had less time than ever the last month so uh we're getting back on on schedule and we're super super excited about the draft can't believe it's right now 10 days for those of you listening it's going to be nine days away absolutely insane that it's coming up that quickly it does not feel like it because it's all going to be you know in people's houses and shit it's just it's going to be weird but it's going to be super fun to watch i'm actually very excited for it so uh We appreciate it. Uh, Give us some feedback on anything that you guys want to hear, what you like, what you don't like, and uh, we'll we'll take it into account. So thanks again. And tonight we've been Talking Football.